racing. I don't know what the hell that was, but we'll call it a win. Nine and one. Fire Shane Steichen immediately. Those are my takes, guys. <laughs> Vince Quinn, Taylor Granatis on the camera. And I got to tell you, I got to tell you, I think this is the one for the year. Lucas Oil Stadium, thank you for being such a good host. Fans were great. They were giving us shit. We were giving them shit. Everybody shook hands at the end of the day. And I got to say, this is uh, the most impressive stadium with the least impressive win of the season. Unbelievable. Vince Quinn, what are your thoughts right out of the gate here? Yeah, I mean, look, it's, it was the least exciting win of the season to some degree, but holy shit, man, they did it. And look, there's a lot of resilience that goes into this. They played like shit for a lot of this game, uh, mainly on the offensive side of the ball. Defense pretty good for most of this game. But, I mean, dude, first and goal at the two. They don't convert early. They're down big at halftime. What was it, 10, 10 to 3 at half? Like, they just, they felt like they had nothing going. They were able Go to Let's go! <laughs> go subscribe to Bell and the Birdmen right now! Bell and the Birdmen right, right now! right, Bell and the Birdmen! So, yeah, I mean, look, some people are leaving the stadium fired up, and they should be. When you're a great team against a shitty team, ultimately they got enough opportunities, and they were able to make that work. The Eagles had bad plays. The Colts equally did, too. I mean, dude, that pass interference late in the game on the Colts was an awful play by them. The missed field goal that led to all of this coming back around, terrible by them. So the Eagles, you make the most of a shitty situation, they get the win, I feel good enough about this. Yeah, the Colts are almost like daring them to be like, ah, bet you can't win this way, and then all of a sudden, um, they finally did, and they came around. We'll get to some of the good stuff, because some of the good stuff I actually don't remember, especially on offense. I don't really remember anything other than Jalen Hurts and that beautiful EAGLS. Uh, I just spelled the Eagles wrong, by the way. It's been that kind of day. EAGLS chance walking out of uh, the stadium here. But, man, I have got uh, huge – let's just start there. Huge problems with everything the offense did. Huge from designs, decisions, thinking that they were going to just – I don't know what – I mean, we all thought that they were going to come in here and run this team over. It's the second week in a row that they've, like, played down to an opponent. The run defense wasn't a problem, so you would, you would thought, no. like, this is the perfect situation. The defense, like, killed it today. Uh, against a really bad offense, which they should have. Where's the punch? No punch from the offense. Very concerning to me. This has been weeks. This is not just reaction from one game. We've both been saying, like, what the fuck is Shane doing? And more evident now, than more so than ever, like, we were worried that Dallas Goddard was going to affect the offense. Affected in a major way today. The three tight end thing was, yeah. was uh, such a bad call throughout the entire and, and it wasn't that much, but when it was there, so bad. A lot of indecision early. Yeah, the, the few times they did it really sucked, including a third and two where they handed it off to Kenny Gainwell and they Ooh. didn't get it. And it was just one of those things that made you feel so bad about this game. Yeah, a lot of this offense sucked. Even some of the few good things they did well early, you know, because I think you have to talk about this a lot for like the first three quarters and then what happened in the fourth. In the fourth, everything changes because Jalen starts to run more right. and they make a few big plays. So that all comes together. But early, even like Devontae Smith was working early. But you know what the problem was? Everything was a comeback route for the most part. It was pretty predictable. It wasn't dynamic. Uh, in the few times they did something dynamic, A.J. Brown, they threw a ball, short ball, middle of the field. Kelsey ran down the field, had a block for him. That was a flag. That play gets taken back. They just had problems like that constantly. All the flags at the beginning of this game, just absolutely brutal. So the offense sucked. The play calling sucked. And I know some people are going to say Dallas Goddard, but Dallas Goddard not being in this offense shouldn't be that big of an impact. Not against his team. No. It, uh, the Colts' defense is good. It is not elite. 
So for the talent that they have across the board, you can't play like this, and they're lucky they got out of here. And just like a completely unchar uncharacteristic fumble from A.J. Brown when you could get him the ball, and like, I don't know, he was like throwing it down like it was a loaf of bread or something. I don't know what happened. He there, was but... trying too much. Yeah. yeah. He was just trying to do too much on that, because he, I mean, he's catching the ball, and the guy, the defender's there, and he does like this step back move, and he's standing straight up, and it was just easy to punch that thing out. So yeah, he was trying too hard, because nothing was going. Mm -hmm. And I think a part of that, like, it felt, maybe you guys have a different opinion on this, but the pressure of like, hey, um, we need to go fucking score, and then two turnovers, and then I can't believe they won this game with two turnovers. They I know. the turnover column, too, didn't they? So, like, just shows you how bad the Colts are. But, yeah, like, this is just, like, it's not even predictive. I, to be honest, I would have kept running comeback routes all game. They can't stop Devontae Smith. And then you just said, ooh, that worked. Like, this is the first time I've seen the offense scared today, outside of the fourth quarter, maybe. And then it looked like Jalen was just going to go, you know what? Let's use the legs. Uh, the Miles Sanders pass interference call won the game. So like it's, it's, that was <laughs> there's there, there's I don't even want to call them bright spots. This is just to me, you're gonna fall into these traps in the season. Yeah, you're not the undefeated thing's gone, but like you know, a lot of injuries on both sides of the ball, and I think that was basically what came out of the offense. Defensively though, holy shit, Lindell Joseph, uh, and Sue. I, I want to, uh, on Tuesday, I want to go over the snaps and everything, but, like, very effective. Very effective. So all that crap about, like, I don't know, well, they won't play that much. No, they did. They were their goal line defense. And I want to remind everybody that when they were in there and Fletcher Cox wasn't, the defense played better. So it did. we all, well, I did. You railed on oh. Jonathan Gannon. You said the defense was done. And they turn it around just like that because they need an actual D tackle to run what they want to run. That's where I come out of this. <laughs> that's the turnaround in it. That's part of it. Also, that Colts line sucks. And they, 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 it sucks. And they couldn't run all day. I mean, they, they did it on the first drive, and that was it. That was it. That was the only time Jonathan Taylor did anything successful. After that, broken up in the backfield, all sorts of times, all sorts of different players. Linval Joseph was a big part of that. He started this game. He was out there on the first play. Unreal. Sue did play a lot. Javon Hargrave caused a lot of problems today. So the defensive line, I think, as a whole, did a pretty good job. But this is what they're supposed to look like, especially an opponent like this. So good for them to get all that done. Brandon Graham, redemption for him late in the game, gets a sack on third down. That pretty much ended the game right there for the Eagles. So he needed that after last week. A lot of good things coming around there. But yeah, for the defense, I mean, it was nice to see that in a situation like this, Jonathan Taylor, a lot of times, getting the ball, loss of one. It's like, whoa, yeah, negative yeah, yeah. yards on a first down? We can get a second and 11? We can get a second and 12 or a, a second and 14? Yeah. yeah, I mean, we just, it, they were off schedule. And it's just been such a hard thing to see over these last couple of weeks for them to execute it like that makes you feel so much better about this team. So solid in those areas for the defense. You feel really good about this offense. A lot of work. To well, make. I'd like to make a prediction then from this point on. You're not going to see a lot of Fletcher Cox moving forward. You have two weeks before Jordan Davis comes in. Then, like, what is your your first, second, and third downs probably won't feature Fletcher Cox once he gets back, in my opinion. If Ndamukong Sue plays like he did today and they keep giving him a little more reps here and there, you're going to see a massive rotation of those guys. And by the way, 74 does look okay on him. I was with you. But now seeing him in 74 with it, it looks pretty good. He's a little thinner. It was weird at first, yeah. He's, he's lean and mean, I guess I should he is, say. He yeah. is in enough shape where he can get away with it, and, and he's playing well so he can get away with it. Yep. Also, hashtag shrivel that cocks. Now, <laughs> as I step in nachos 
And that's exactly exactly what you want to do in new shoes is step in nachos. So I did that. I've been dropping my phone into a into your soda. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've been, been fumbling today. the fucking production all the whole game. Too, Everybody's so. been fumbling all over the place. Yes, including Jonathan Taylor. Thank you, Jonathan Taylor, for that. Because that. that was a killer moment, man. I mean, Colts moving down the field. It's getting late in the game. Eagles had a lot of scoring to do, yeah. and for Jonathan Taylor to run for what felt like a beast quake kind of moment, where he just kept going, and then the ball comes out, that was yeah. huge. Yeah, text us if you, uh, about the broadcast, 215-509-5833, because, man, like, they did that on purpose. They totally did that on purpose. They were holding it up. I saw a lot of hands getting punched in there. Did TJ end up knocking that thing out? I, I can't remember who he, he did, got like, it. I know he got it. Yeah, that was that was an incredible turnaround and uh, hat tip to TJ in general. Made two or three really big plays, uh, I think, in coverage. And yes, I know. See, this is this is the other thing, too. I want to get this out of the way. During what was that? The second first or second quarter? Second quarter. They I know actually blitz. Jonathan Gannon actually calls a safety blitz. And what do you and Vince Quinn fucking yell about? Oh, Josh sweats in coverage. Yep. Well, if he turns around for one second and bats it away from, I don't know, uh, random tight end. Mo Alley Cox. <laughs> oh, Mo Alley Cox. That's what I'm saying. It's Mo Alley Cox. It's not fucking like. And that's what I'm saying. Like, a, he had a clear shot no. at Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan made a vet move and threw it. And unfortunately, it was around a tight end. It, and it was around a 4-3 defensive end who was out there in coverage and looked totally lost. And you admitted that. I just, but it's just one I hated play. that. You, I know. You, and there's tendency blitz, breaking and whatever. But sacrifice. Man, it just it just sucks to see that. Like, Sweat is not built for that. I just wanted to rush the passer. Yeah. But, and, and they need more outside linebackers to do that stuff. So I, I get it. Yeah. Get it. Uh, another coaching thing I want to bitch yes. about. Because early in this game, I did mention that drive first and two. At the goal, they were not able to score. And you know what? They kicked the field goal there. They should have gone for it. It was like fourth and four. I do not care. You go for it there. How tight this game was at the end. If the Eagles went for it, got a touchdown, you're in a situation where a field goal late in this game gets you in the but, lead at 17. But, but I will argue because of the way they were going, they, they don't make it. They lose this game because of that. Maybe. <laughs> it maybe. was literally that tight. But you're right. In the, in the moment. I, I, they should have gone. I would rather risk them going for it for four yards yeah. early in the game, forcing the Colts, who, who sucked the rest of the way also, to have to go 90 yards, you know, yeah. like 98 yards. Go go take that risk. Make them work. Because Matt Ryan ultimately, he had a couple of balls that he completed, like uh, in that one drive where they, they got deep down the field. Paris Campbell, nice ball deep down there. Yeah, he hit uh, ridiculous, by the way. Like all these random big Paris Campbell's open and then like, you I know. know. And then I think it was Alec Pierce caught a ball over the middle, which didn't even look like a good pass. It looked like it was totally a weak ball, but he had to go down and get it. And it just happened to be a perfect spot. So too at one point, you're just like, yeah, the hell? yeah. There was a lot of like weird stuff. Matt Ryan looked awful. He's not the same guy that he used to be. Not even close. It should have been a one-way game, and uh, and and they had to fight from behind pretty much the whole time. I mean, it was it was pretty sad that it went like that. But again, resiliency giving Jalen the ball late in the game and just letting him take over. It's been a while since we've seen that, yep. and it's good to see him do it again. Yeah, and I actually thought, that, like, the only thing that I agreed with the offense was literally what they did at the end of the game. You know, uh, I would say, you know, having Jalen run or, like, act as if you're going to go out there for a sneak, burn that clock. Burn it, burn it, burn it. Like, it, that was the right call. Making them burn the timeouts, not the clock, I guess, in that regard. But, um showing bunch spreading out again spreading out again a second time and like i don't know what the hell the colts were thinking were they that was my only question were they trying to let them score there 
because that C for Jalen Hurts was basically like just take the touchdown. After all that, you know, back and forth, timeout left and right, like I think it confused the Colts. And, and that telegraphed it from a mile away. I was yeah. like, I mean, when you see the field that open in the middle, it's like, oh, they're going to let Jalen run this? And he just, yep. He did that little like layup move, jumping into the end zone. So yeah, I mean, it was either terrible play calling or they had they just were doing something that was pretty smart to let yeah. them score and and whatever. But yeah, man, I mean, Jalen made this whole thing happen today. Yeah, he like did. the whole second half, he started to run a little bit more. Fourth quarter especially had some great moments, and and that's what you want. I mean, that's that's what makes this guy a star. Because mm -hmm. for today, he had some really bad plays too. I mean, he had some bad throws. He had that play where he went out of bounds and took a sack. And was that a fourth down or a third down? You ran way backwards. Uh, like you ran backwards like 10 yards oh, and took a sack. It was fourth down. That was a fourth down play. Thank you, Taylor. Yeah, he ran back and then he took a sack, didn't throw it away. Like it, he just had that. Uh, there was another play where it was a handoff on a read option and the, the end crashed in so hard on the running back and he handed it off. That was a loss of yards yep. on the handoff and that was a big, I think that was a third down. So he, he didn't always have it, but in the moments they needed him to do it, he did it, man. Yeah. And for, a, again, a young guy who is just so resilient, it's so impressive to see. And by the way, this is going to be a semi-rant, but like throughout the game, you could feel people wanting to bury Jalen here. You could smell it. And there's a couple people in our Discord. Thank you for the bet. And uh, I accept uh, all of it except for the naming my first son. Well, that's you get to name happen. someone else's child <laughs> yeah, now. That's right. So whoever that's that was. Right, Ramos, I'm coming for you. Yeah, there are there are both sides of that bet. All right. If you're gonna bet the naming rights to your first or to your first son, yeah. then yes, the, you can now name somebody's son. Congratulations. Uh, it's, it's gonna be yeah. Vince, by and the way. Steven, it's keep be your Vince. five dollars. It's okay. Just come back and keep watching YouTube Live. But this is. This is, I think, what everyone's waiting for in Philadelphia, or at least the Jalen haters are. They're waiting for that fucking bottom to fall out. First and foremost, you're telling the defense it sucks and fire Jonathan Gannon. They can completely flip it around because their GM recognizes the problem too and goes, bang, bang, good, now that's solved. And because that got solved and the offense struggled, you wanted to fucking throw that kid into the mood. I hate that shit. Either come out and say you still don't believe in Jalen Hurts or just accept the fact that it's gonna be like this. It's a damn near perfect team in, in terms of a winning record, right? Like, they still can get themselves out of this shit. I think this just confirms overall the problem with this team is still the coaching staff. And, like, it is inexperienced. It doesn't know exactly what it wants to do, and it has a ton of power. And that's the result of what you saw today. Mismanagement of pretty much everything, allowing Jalen Hurts to go do his thing and just simplify it because nothing else was working. You missed out on, you know, uh, any tight end that's taking the role here. So, like, you've eliminated a lot of your offense on top of which your coaches are not creative enough to dig themselves out of this shit. They aren't. They have to rely on the players to do that. Jalen did that again today. Stop acting like the bottom is going to fall out from this fucking kid. All of a sudden, it was all a mirage. This shit happens. This shit happens. He did not get helped out by his coaching staff today, nor did anyone on the offense, really. No, and it, it, the other frustrating thing for me, too, was A.J. Brown got a couple of targets early, and then that dried up again for a long time. I mean, he might have gone two quarters without a target. Yeah. It's like... What are you doing? Dallas Goddard is not on this team now. Like, yep. that is exactly where he's supposed to go. It's supposed to be more of him. It's supposed to be more of Devontae. And you figure it out with everything else around it. But they did not do that. And, uh, I mean, again, they're lucky. Yep. They're, they're lucky for that pass interference call. But that's what bad teams do to lose games at home. Mm -hmm. And when you're good and you're resilient, they're able to make it happen. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, that was pretty much all my takes from the game. I wasn't sure if there was anything that was like stood out or whatever. I just think this is kind of, you fucking roll on to the next one. Old you know? fan showed out. What's that? Old fan showed out. Oh, yeah, they dude, did. I would say this is, man, like, this is an impressive fan base. And I, I don't know if the Saturday thing, like, got people in here and the, the wind got yes. people in here. Probably did, but um, uh, everybody was really cool here. <laughs> Indianapolis? <laughs> But overall, I think this was like my second or third favorite trip. Of like the stadium's awesome, everything's here is cheap because it's Midwest. We yep. can drink, we can eat, we can feel like kings, and hopefully see a little better product next time. <laughs> yeah, this was the number one stadium experience that I've had so 100%. far all season. I mean, just all the different events that they're running throughout the thing. Blue, the Colts mascot, phenomenal. Dude, uh, it's awesome. We're yeah. looking at a concert venue, and Taylor, if you want to show everybody on YouTube, they have a stage, a performance yeah. stage. So you see that big ring if you're looking on YouTube. Uh, that horseshoe is a performance stage. They had a band playing before this. They have all sorts of like cars rotating and helicopters because yeah. it's Lucas Oil and then the 500 and all that. So just the, the layout in here is gorgeous. They had good variety when it came to the concessions. Again, 100%. like you said, like with the with just the views and the environment, they really brought it. This was the first game where the Eagles fans weren't like super loud and rowdy through the whole game. Yep. I mean, every game we've been to, it's always all throughout. Eee! Hey, it was not the case, and it was We're pretty. Out. Yeah, yeah, it was basically dead silent from the Eagles' side until the very, very end of this game. So, yeah. Eagles played a true road game today, and they were able to eke it out. And uh, I will say, in terms of stadiums, including like fields, the club level, all the stuff, like Jim Irsay, you're a piece of shit, but your stadium's pretty fucking cool, man. <laughs> so, hat tip on that at least. And uh, for Vince Quinn, I'm John Barchard, Taylor Cordatus behind the camera. Let's go get drunk, huh? Let's go have some fun in Indianapolis from Lucas Oil Stadium. Bell the Birdman. E. A. G. A. <laughs>